Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 27 of the B-Team podcast. And Ben, I have a question for you, brother. Hit me. If you could sleep in a bed, but you had to wear jeans, or you had to sleep in a recliner, but you could wear anything you wanted, which would you choose? I mean, is this for like lifetime or just one time? Lifetime, forever. Uh, I think I'm going recliner. You're a smart man. <laughs> I, I don't think I could sleep in a bed with jeans on routinely. Follow-up question. Who would win a 100-meter dash between Joey Chestnut and Usain Bolt if they had to eat a hot dog before starting? Just one hot dog? One hot dog. Uh, Usain Bolt. Taking Chestnut. Really? Dude, yeah, that they- guy's got to be slow. Yeah, but he eats fast. Yeah, but one hot dog, you can house a hot dog. There's a reason why he's a competitive eater and you say I mean if it was not. like if it was like three hot dogs, if even if it was two hot dogs, I would take Joey Chestnut. But I think anybody can just two bite a hot dog if you wanted I, to. I can't two bite a hot dog. You could if it your life depended on it. And I'm tubby. I mean, you could eat a hot dog really quickly. So what is the sports? delta between your hot dog eating and Joey Chestnuts versus your 100 meter and Usain Bolt's 100 meter? I feel like that difference is a lot bigger. You're getting too mathy on me. I mean, how fast does what, – like, what's a normal 100 meter? It's 100 meters. No, like time. Uh, For an Olympian, like 10 seconds, I guess. Yeah, it's got to be at least 30 for us, huh? I, I could run 100 meters in 30 seconds, right? I don't know. Could you after eating a hot dog? I mean, how, 100, how a yeah, meter? 100 meters is almost 100 – is a little bit farther than 100 yards. We used to have to run 100-yard gassers back in high school in like 18 seconds for my my athletic group, my okay. football how group. more How much more athletic were you then than you are now? I – it's not that far off. <laughs> I've never been what people would consider an athlete. Just imagine Joey Chestnut running a football field. Imagine him guzzling down a hot dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I want to see it now. I would pay money to see this. Can we talk sports now? Yeah, sure. Oh, everyone, we have some NFL news to, uh, to talk about tonight. Got some golf. Got some F1, Ben. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then since we are the leading college basketball podcast, we'll finish it off with that. Yeah, we're basically geniuses. But, Ben, the NFL stayed king this week. Best free agency ever? Oh, for sure. Trades, all that kind of stuff. Uh, For anyone that hasn't – Yeah, we'll get to that here soon. But for anyone that hasn't seen – I couldn't remember what we covered last week and what we didn't because we recorded on an odd day. Uh, Deshaun Watson – not only was he activated, he was traded to the Browns. And boy, did they give up a shit ton to get him. Yeah, this is a uh, – the more you look into it, the crazier it gets, honestly. <laughs> yeah, so for anyone that hasn't seen Deshaun Watson and a sixth-round pick go to Houston, that sixth-round pick is in 2024. Wait, I said that wrong. Deshaun Watson <laughs> and a sixth-round pick go to Cleveland. Cleveland has to give up. The 13th overall pick this year, a first in 2023, a first in 2024. The fourth round pick this year, a third in 2023, and then another fourth in 2024. So, and then on top of that, they gave him $230 million, all guaranteed. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, for yeah. A guy that, for a guy that could still be suspended. <laughs> I, dude, it, this feels wrong, right? Yeah, I don't I don't feel good about it. He got accused of 22 different counts of debauchery. <laughs> sat debauchery. out a full, <laughs> sat out a full year and then got a raise out of it. Yeah, something about that just doesn't sit well, but you know, they also structured the deal so that he's only making 1 million in the first year, so in case he gets suspended, it's based off of that. 
Yeah, let's not like get ourselves. Deshaun Watson is ridiculously good. Yeah, like, top what six seven in the NFL, depending on. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean he's close to top five. Yeah, I mean run through your top five quarterbacks. Mahomes, Rogers. Uh, you gonna say it? Thinking Brady. Yeah. I wasn't about to. <laughs> Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Uh, do you put um, – I mean, the, the next group of guys I feel like are all right there together. It's Herbert, Herbert. and uh, Joe Burrow uh, and Stafford and Lamar Jackson and all those kind of people. I mean, I'd take Deshaun over Lamar for sure. Lamar Jackson, we got to stop disrespecting Lamar Jackson. I'm not. I'm not disrespecting Lamar Jackson. I just think Deshaun Watson's better. I think he's a better version of Lamar Jackson. I think he's better than Joe Burrow. I think he's rather Joe Burrow too. Probably better than Matt Stafford. Tbh. He definitely scares me more than Matt Stafford does. It's weird to say about a guy that just want to. We don't need. We're we're done with. That time in our life has passed. Where would Andrew Luck rank? Andrew Luck's a top five guy. <laughs> what about Matt Ryan? Uh, 10-15, top half. Nice, nice, nice. I don't feel good about this, but I get why Cleveland did it. And then they put out a, uh, a press release talking about all the research that they did on it and yeah, basically, that was, it was weird. It was basically just like, hey, guys, we want to win football games. No, it was basically, hey, we did a lot of research, and we know he did a lot of bad stuff, but he's good enough that we don't care is basically what they came to. Like, if you, they had done their research and he wasn't good enough, they wouldn't have done it. Probably still going to get suspended in some sort of way by the NFL. We don't know what that looks like yet or when it's coming or anything like that. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, I, I mean, they have them for, what was it, like a five-year, $230 million deal? Mm, so, yeah. Even if he's out for, you know, eight games, six games, however long this year, uh, he's still going to be 27 and on a four-year contract. So, yeah, I mean they're playing long term here, and we'll see, we'll see what also, comes of it. But also selfishly, just thank God I don't have to face them this year, or not me personally, <laughs> but my team. Yeah, he's still in the AFC though. Yeah, but he's just he's 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 up in the north doing northern things. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's going to be interesting for sure. I don't remember. Zeke got what eight games, six games? I think six, if I'm not mistaken. I drafted him yeah. in fantasy, so I should know. Yeah, so uh, I mean, and hit his was not 22, so we'll see. Yeah, but it's also the NFL. Yeah, true. Do you think, uh, do you think, uh, uh, what's his name? OBJ goes back to Cleveland now? That would be hilarious. <laughs> Also, we didn't talk uh, about, like, the Baker aspect of all this stuff. Baker's still just chilling out there. Yeah, Baker put out that weird, like, goodbye to Cleveland before anything ever happened. Super weird. That weird, like, notes app on Twitter. <laughs> it's – I love a good notes app, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. Uh, but it's it seems just like no one – no one wants Baker. Yeah. I mean, Atlanta son Mariota. Um, Mariota. Okay. It's <laughs> a me, Mariota. I'm telling you, these freaking Nashvilleians up here will get mad at you if you say Mariota. Yeah, I mean, where would where would Baker go now? I Seattle? Mean, te- That's Texans. I, I dude, I'd roll with Davis Mills. <laughs> the neck that keeps on going. Yeah, he's he's uh supercharged Mike, Mike Glennon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we also, what's going on with Jimmy G? Dude, I don't know, but I'm so, I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, he, we were talking last week about all of the possibilities for the Colts, and what has happened. I don't think you could have gotten luckier. 
yeah we'll 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 leave that as a tease we'll get there here in just a few minutes but uh two wide receivers got traded since we last spoke we'll start with Devontae Adams Ben Devontae Adams uh, got traded to the Raiders for a first and a second and then immediately got a five-year 141 million dollar deal um, with 66, a little bit over 66 and a half million guaranteed. That made yeah, him the I mean, highest paid wide receiver in NFL history for about four days. Yeah, I was about to say, we had talked about Devontae and, and what was going to happen, and we both thought he'd get franchise tag. I'd mentioned on one of the earlier pods about him going to Oakland because of the Derek Carr connection. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see how it goes. I mean, Weird. I mean, did Rogers know that this was going to happen before he signed? Or that? Yeah, it's like, hey, thanks for coming back to Green Bay. We're about to take away all your receivers. And by the way, you've been wanting us to draft receivers forever, and now yep. now we're just going to get rid of one of them, like the best. Yeah, I mean, probably the best receiver in the NFL. Arguably. And it doesn't. Yeah, he's 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 in the top three, top five. Uh, it doesn't look like Marquez Valdez Scantling's coming back. Not that that's. That's a huge L right there. <laughs> Anytime you have the opportunity to sign a guy with a hyphenated last name, you got to do it. Yeah, just so many syllables. Marquez Valdez. Yeah, six syllables. It's a good job, Ben. Thanks, man. My wife's an English teacher. I'm good at that. <laughs> uh, and then the big one today, I don't – did you think this happened super quickly? Because – Yes. I think Rappaport tweeted about it this morning, um, and maybe half an hour later, it's like, all right, it's a done deal. Yeah, well, I sent you – I was scrolling – yeah, Tyreek Hill. I was scrolling through Twitter, sent you a tweet that had happened like 30 minutes ago. So, like, oh, they're talking about Tyreek Hill getting traded, either the Jets or the Dolphins. And then I scrolled down a little further, it had already happened. Yeah. Insane. Also, can we talk about how Twitter is out of order now and it really irritates me? My Twitter updated mid-scroll last night, and I thought I was just absolutely going insane. Dude, me too. Like, the pictures all got big. I was like, my phone just broke. I, I thought I was done for. What's bad is that uh, my my work system – Yeah. That's as, that's as vague as I'll leave it – updated <laughs> a week ago. Yeah. And all of my stuff is gone, and I don't know where to go to find it. So I have to keep asking people where to go. So between that and Twitter updating last night, I just figured out my brain does not compute change. Like I just you're get used shambles. to one thing and then it's, it's it's over with. Yeah, you're in shambles. That's that's sad, honestly. <laughs> uh, so Tyreek Hill got traded to the Dolphins today for five draft picks. Uh, 2022 first, which is number 29 in this year's draft, a second round pick, number 50 overall, a fourth round pick, as well as a fourth and a sixth next year, 2023. Uh, and then he became the highest paid wide receiver in NFL history. Uh, four years, 120 million, 72.2 million guaranteed. He gets God. a uh, 52 and a half million dollar signing or uh, do it signing. And then the other 20 ish million is guaranteed in the 2023 season. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big money. And the Dolphins somehow still have two first-round picks this year. Yeah. From the 49ers, right? Wasn't yeah. that part of the trade dance trade? Yeah, it's their – they have their pit, original pick and the other well, one from the 49ers. So, I mean, the Dolphins are kind of accumulating a lot of weapons. It just sucks that their quarterback is made of glass. Dude, so I think the – Tua slander has gotten a lot, a little too far. Oh, yeah. It's gone, yeah, crazy. But going from Mahomes to Tua, like, willingly, is shocking to me. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a rude awakening for him. But, I mean, that receiving core, you got Tyreek Hill. Uh, Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Devontae. Uh, Parker. Or Parker, yeah. I almost said Adams. Mike Gesicki um, at tight end. Yeah, now you got Chase Edmonds and um, what was the – I had a monster in fantasy. Uh, Miles Gaskin. Uh, yeah, I mean, they got weapons on offense. He's going to look so fast in that teal jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Him and Jalen Waddle on opposite – I mean, I guess 
He'll go in the slot, maybe. That's uh, Mike put... McDaniel, too, the 49ers uh, offensive coordinator. Yeah. That got that oh, job. God. Oh, that's going to be fun. <laughs> Is Tyreek Hill the new Debo Samuel? No. Debo's way bigger than Tyreek Hill. I just meant kind of how they use him. No, I don't think so. I think Tyreek Hill is going to be used like Tyreek Hill has always been used. Hey, just run really fast straight. <laughs> and hopefully Tua can get it to you. Yeah. Tua's going to earn to throw him by 20 yards. Tua's just going to literally take a two, like a two-step drop and throw it as far as he can and hope that Tyreek doesn't outrun it. And then uh, the biggest news of the NFL week, Matt Ryan uh, got traded to the Indianapolis Colts. Let's go. Honestly, best case scenario from where they were standing at that point, sitting. They were probably sitting. They seemed lazy. Uh, everyone I've talked to, I'm, we know a lot of Falcons fans just by virtue of where we grew up in. I, I know that they are kind of, you know, jaded by their fandom, but everyone I've talked to says Matt Ryan is still really, really good. And I haven't gotten the impression watching him that he's not anymore. Um, this is a – he's coming into a better situation than he was in last year, and he still put up really good numbers. Uh, the problem is that he still only has basically one receiver to throw to. Um, but he's got Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, Matt Ryan's a stud. He's been great at Atlanta for – I mean, when he get drafted at 08. Yeah. So, for 12 years now, 14 years? No, he's 36. Uh, 14 years. So, um, you know, you hope he's got, you know, three, four more good years in him, and y'all are looking pretty. Um, he's put up numbers in Atlanta, which is a trash can of an organization. So, I think you're in good hands. Is it really a trash can of an organization? They were in the Super Bowl like four or five years ago. I mean, maybe not, but it just seems like they're always a disaster. <clears throat> I mean, their head coach just looks like a turd warmed <laughs> over. He, uh, he figured out what to do with Cordero Patterson finally for the first time in his career. Yeah, but Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts never caught a touchdown outside of uh, England. Yeah, so I don't know. They just seem to make some questionable decisions. I, I realized Matt was probably just wanting out. You know, he yeah. wanted to go somewhere where he could win quickly. And the Colts have a lot of pieces. They for sure could use a few more weapons on the offensive side of the ball. But, I mean, you're one or two receivers away from being really, really good. So Yeah. Um, I watched the press conference yesterday, and it seems like it's pretty much a guaranteed two years uh, unless something just goes south this year. So that mm -hmm. bought that that buys them some time a little bit to figure out this quarterback situation because you're gonna have a first round pick back next year. You could take one if you like one in the draft. Should be a better quarterback draft. Um, whereas this year you're sitting at 42 and you're kind of just taking a shot at um, Carson Strong from Nevada <laughs> or Matt Corral or Ugh. something like that because uh, I'm pretty sure everyone assumes Malik Willis. And by the way. This Malik Willis hype is getting way too far down the road, but <laughs> the dude can throw it really far. He, yeah, he's really good at throwing it whenever no one's defending him. <laughs> yeah, he looked the only game I watched him last year was the Ole Miss game, and he was I, bad. I say that like I was sitting there criticizing Malik Willis, and everyone that was like falling in love with Malik, Malik Willis whenever I thought Josh Allen was gonna be awesome coming out of Wyoming and he was terrible in college. So maybe I'm just a huge hypocrite, I don't know. But, I mean, granted, I watched one Malik Willis game, and he was terrible. So, right, I'm basically yeah, completely off of that. Yeah. I mean, um, and then we'll small see. small hands pick it. I think everyone's got penciled in somewhere in the first round. Dude, that guy's got uh, crazy hands. They grow. <laughs> Did you he see? an eighth of an inch. By the way, this was actually really cool. Uh, it made me like Malik Willis a little bit more. Uh, they asked him why he didn't run the 40 at his pro day. And mm -hmm. his response was, why? I already know I'm fast. Love that. Anyway, we got Man. sidetracked. The point is, <laughs> the Colts have a better pick next year where they can take a shot at a quarterback. 
uh, at bottom of some time with a guy that's still really good. And I think you can basically pencil in a receiver pick at 42, hoping that George Pickens from Georgia falls down there. Ooh, yeah. That'd be nice. Also, they're still talking about Julio and bringing T.Y. back and Valdez. Julio and Matt Ryan. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't seen that one before. The thing is, Julio is, like, always hurt at this point in his career. Yeah, and but Paris Campbell is also like they're it's the we're going on like year four of them relying on Paris Campbell to stay healthy, which has never happened. So, yeah, Zach Pascal left. I think Zach Pascal was told to leave. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I honestly haven't paid a lot of attention to mock drafts. Is there what about Jameson Williams? Is he like top 15, top 20? Yeah, 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 he's, yeah, he's going top 20 probably. Yeah. I mean, him and Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, I think, are the three top receivers. I got you. What about? I mean, you could like sneaky grab Makai Polk. <laughs> he ran a four six. He fit right in. Yeah, exactly. Dude's got hands. So, Colts finally got a quarterback. I can stop worrying about that. They still have a couple things to fill. They did also take a step in uh, shoring up their defensive line. They traded for Yannick Ngakwe, uh, who is still somehow only 26. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you sneezed. <laughs> I feel like I've been hearing the name Yannick Ngakwe for a decade, and he's only 26 somehow. Um, and he's had eight sacks every year in his career, eight-plus sacks every year in his career. So he'll line up opposite uh, uh, Quiddy Pay, the first-round pick from last year, but the Forrest Buckner – you know, hopefully drawing a double team inside. So uh, it'll be interesting. They are thin at cornerback now. They traded Rocky Sin in that deal, but that was less of a concern for me than the pass rush. So I'm in a much better spot this week than when we recorded previously, Ben. Yeah, I mean, you should be. You wore the jersey yet? I've not. It's it. It might be. It might be on the way though. As soon as a deal happened, I got a freaking email from Fanatics. I was like, oh well. They know they're yeah, talking about the I like the idea better of just taping over the Carson Wentz. It is the same number, so it would yeah. work. I love that idea. Um, just a random question. You said you're a thin at quarterback now or a corner. What, where's Martin Emerson looking like, yo? Uh, his pro day yesterday was awesome, apparently. Uh, everything I've seen has him somewhere in day two, whether it be – uh, three, I think rounds three or four, where most people seem to have them penciled in. So y'all could, y'all could uh, grab that. If you snag me, George Pickens, yeah, with the forty-second pick, and then Martin Emerson in the third or fourth, I, I'm coming out of the draft a happy man. Yeah, that's a solid combo right there. George Pickens may be one of the more underrated. Well, he's just hurt last year. Yeah, Jameson Williams literally tore his ACL in the title game. True. So. And George Pickens also had Stetson Bennett throwing to him. Yeah, and he had a sick catch in the national championship game. Like the one <laughs> also, time they threw it to him. He also punked out Michigan's entire sideline. Yeah, I do. And he just looks like an NFL wide receiver. So, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's definitely best-case scenario. And, I mean, I, like I said, it's, that's my second AFC team is the Colts, so I'm happy for you. Thank you, man. I, I feel like it's only that way because of me, but I appreciate it. No, I, was, I like Peyton back in the day. Edwin um, James. My first ever jersey. Really? That's a solid yeah. one right there. And Phil's not playing in the Masters. That news broke this week. <laughs> okay, so can I be honest? Yeah. I think the Phil cancellation has gone a little far. Do you think this is a cancellation, or do you think this is the PGA quietly being like, hey, man, we recommend you not show up here this week? Oh, no, they came out today that – from several sources that basically the PGA Tour suspended him. Yeah. Um, but the PGA Tour does not run the Masters. I don't know if you know Kicked off the tour, Doug. <laughs> yeah, the Masters, most of the majors other than the PGA Championship are not run by the PGA Tour, so he could have played it even if he was suspended. Um, I just think he's, you know, trying to lay low. Let's be real. I mean, honestly, the Masters is one of those terms that anybody can win, and he's won there twice. So, I think twice. I hope I didn't just sound like an idiot. Not shocking, but um, a little surprised that he's not going to play. 
Um, you know who hasn't officially opted out yet? Tiger? Tiger Woods. <laughs> if I get Tiger Woods in Augusta, I mean, that's best-case scenario. It's missing the cut. Do you want to just, like, break this podcast up <laughs> right now? Or don't – we've talked about the one rule. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I uh, I want Tiger to be healthy and playing again as well. Yeah, there's also news out. Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, this is uh, still sort of kind of golf-related. I promised Pierce today that he could come on for a Masters preview. So, uh, oh, yeah. everyone listening at home and now Ben on the show, you have that to look forward <laughs> to eventually. Are we going to do our own uh, – Memphis radio preview. Sure. What's <laughs> going on at Augusta? <laughs> uh, there did come out news this week about some source that was close to a source close to Tiger saying that he's targeting a comeback at the 2023 Masters, which makes me sad, you know, if he's going to miss all the majors this year. Um, but like I said, that's not confirmed, but hopefully he's back. We'll see. If not, the Masters is still the Masters. It'll still be awesome. But Phil being gone, I don't, know. I don't really care. Yeah. Can I be honest with you? Sure. I don't think the Phil cancellation has gone too far. Like, Phil's kind of an idiot. No, he's definitely an idiot. But I think now there's more stuff coming out about the um, live Saudi league, whatever you want to call it. Greg Norman's bringing it back saying, you know, it's not against the PGA Tour. It's in addition to and all these other people – you know, it's just like Phil kind of is a scapegoat at this point. Now, I do agree that Phil's comments, it's not necessarily that he was talking about possibly going to that tour. His comments were distasteful and just bad. But, I mean, let's be real. Tiger Woods did a lot worse things, and he's still a lot of people's hero. So, that's yeah, kind of reel I mean, it in. We just talked about Deshaun Watson's criminal charges, or not charges, but criminal activities, and he just got a $230 million raise out right. of it. Yeah, so let's just kind of reel it in. I don't, like <laughs> I said, not not the biggest Phil fan right now, but let's kind of reel it in on the on the cancel culture. But, um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I don't care who's playing. I'm going to be excited for the Masters. Just put me out there. Let me – have you ever – just quick tangent as well. I want – there to be like a 10 handicap to play every PGA tour event, just so we know what the normal score would be. Like an average golfer. 10, ten yeah. a, a 10 handicap is not average, is it? Okay, no. I mean, the okay. average is probably like a 25, but like I want like a norm, like I'm an 11. So like a 10 to 15 handicap, just go out there and play and shoot like 150. So just so people know how hard it really is. I'm down for that. I think, dude, just bring pros, pros versus Joes back. Yes, that would be sick. I completely forgot about that show. What dude, a show. I freaking love that show back in the day. Can we watch Spike TV? Yeah, Spike TV. Goaded. <laughs> ben. Yes. F1 talk. Take it away. Yeah, so this weekend we had the – Bahrain Grand Prix, the first race of the season. I didn't get to watch it. Um, I was in Disney World with my lovely wife celebrating our anniversary. Um, but I did keep up with it on Twitter and watched recaps of it. Um, obviously, there was a one-two finish with Ferrari, Charles Leclerc, and um, Carlos Sainz ended up finished one-two. Several kind of big storylines that came out of it. Um, one being the Ferrari 1-2 finish. Ferrari's struggled for a couple of years now and came out hot. Um, there's new regulations this year, and so everybody was kind of curious to see how the cars ran. Um, a lot more exciting races, easier to follow cars, easier to, to pass. Um, so that was the big thing, the Ferrari 1-2 finish. Um, Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc had a battle going for most of the race. Ended up uh, Max ended up having a, I think it was a power failure in like the last, second to last lap, third to last lap. Um, Sergio Perez was doing well too, the, the number two seat for the Red Bull racing, and he ended up having it in the last lap. So they ended up scoring no points, which is kind of crazy. Um, but it looks like Ferrari, Red Bull, top two teams 
for this year. Mercedes ended up getting a podium with Lewis um, Hamilton, but that car looks a little further behind than the other two teams. Um, but Haas, Busby, Kevin Magnuson. Welcome back. Your boy with a P5 finish. You know, granted, technically it would have been P7 if the Red Bulls didn't go out, but I mean, still, that's, that's a huge – I mean, even P7 would be huge for Haas. So their car looks really good, and it's awesome to see the Dane back in the seat, uh, Kevin Magnuson. Um, the big – one of the other big stories that's sad for me as a – you know, I declared a, myself as a McLaren fan going into this season with Daniel Ricardo and Lando Norris. Both finished outside the points, had terrible qualifying sessions. They're having brake issues with the car. Look like they kind of fell behind on the design this year. So hopefully they can get that figured out. Um, but yeah, we got another um, race this weekend, Jeddah. So Sunday morning, I'll be tuning in for sure. I'm excited. You talked about the new regulations. Mm-hmm. You know what those are? Because all I've seen is like yeah, yeah, bigger yeah. tires. Yeah. So that's one of the big ones. So um, they came out this year with several new regulations, but the two biggest ones, one is the tires. They went from 13 inch to 18 inch tires um, to hopefully help reduce um, burnout on tires and kind of help them last longer. Um, And it's kind of changing the strategy a little bit with tires. Um, But the big one is with the design of the car. And that's why I was saying it's easier for to follow cars and pass because Basically, long story short, it used to be before this year, the design of the car, when you were directly behind another car, you were getting dirty air. And so the air was coming off the car in front of you and causing more drag um, and causing you not to be able to go as quickly if you're, you know, within 20, 10 to 20 meters of the car in front of you. And now with changes in design to the sides of the car, the, um, the bottom of the car as well, um, and both the front and back as well, but they may made it towards a drastic um, improvement on quote unquote dirty air. And so it's a lot more clean air. And so you're not getting that reduce in air, um, airflow if you're directly behind a car. So it causes better racing. You know, you can stay behind another car and not, you know, basically you're seeing a lot more overtakes. You're seeing a lot more people passing this year than you would have in years past. So it's more exciting um and like i said i didn't get to watch this one live but i'm looking forward to, to this weekend yeah and i need you to watch some more drive to survive and get it on this hype track. i i did want to say i have watched two more episodes so nice. i'm through four um, you like it what they did to my boy kevin magnuson by kicking him out last year or what i haven't made it that far <laughs> into the season <laughs> but it's me are you still are you still in season one yeah okay so yeah you're still with uh, Kevin Magnuson, Romain Grosjean. Oh, yeah, that team uh, stinks. Yeah. <laughs> but Gunther, that dude's awesome. Yeah, Their that's true. team principal. He's I feel like player. every episode I watch, Grosjean wrecks. Yeah, Grosjean, yeah. Wait till and they, season And they all three. call it. Every time they're like, oh, yeah, he's about to wreck here. And then what happens? Boom, wreck. Wait till season three. He has a wild crash. Okay, well. Sorry, ben, probably before a little we, too in-depth there. No, I appreciate it. I need to the, – the people need to know more about this. And dude, it's picking up steam. I've listened to a couple podcasts since uh, – I guess the race was Sunday, right? I listened mm-hmm. to a couple podcasts since then, and they a lot of them have covered F1 and talked about it in a, in, in a, a lot of detail that I was unaware yeah. of. Uh, so it's picking up steam. You're not alone here. I think that Netflix show has a lot to do with it. Oh, which, yeah, yeah. Also makes me very excited about the. Um, oh yeah, I wish, golf. I wish the golf one would be called Drive to Survive too. That'd be a dope name. Yeah, there's got to be something. Yeah, I'm curious to what their name. But yeah, I'm hoping it does the same thing with golf. And this year has already had so many storylines. I mean, with this Saudi league, with the waste management, with the players being as crazy as it was. No telling. I mean, we haven't even gotten to the majors, so right. it's going to be awesome. Right, I'm with you. I can't wait for it to come out. All right, Ben, before we move into the second half of this episode, uh, I do have a quick ad. This podcast is brought to you by the Cleveland Mobile Massage. Um, oh, no. I feel like they're about to have an uptick in, in no, services. No, um, no. 
it's no. completely it's completely due to this ad read and <laughs> nothing else that's going on in the city of Cleveland. <laughs> um, Hotstone hot, hot, hot Bathhouse also reached out to us, but uh, I I feel like Mobile Massage is uh, is the way to go in Cleveland, the number one spot in Cleveland for your massage. Let me be clear to the listeners out there. I never know what these ad reads are going to be until I hear them live. So I apologize. But thank you for the money. What, what do you have to massage. apologize for? <laughs> for just the debauchery. I mean. Don't, don't. Okay. We'll just, we'll just roll right into college basketball. College basketball. I mean, should we change the name of the podcast? We're basically the smartest college basketball minds out there. Obviously, in comparison to the rest of the people listening to this podcast. <laughs> uh, so, me and you and shout out Dalton Coleman. Are Is he perfect tied, bracket? Yeah, he's perfect bracket. Uh, are tied for first. I mean, technically, he doesn't have a perfect four. bracket. So. Yeah, but he tried. <laughs> and then the rest of you losers are behind us somewhere. Yeah, I wish – like, I want to go in and see, like – I wish there was a button I could press and be like, what do I need to happen in the Sweet 16? for me to do the best you uh, you did say this is this is why it's i find this bracket interesting you said last week i think this is going to be a pretty chalky yeah. tournament and not only is it not chalk but you're winning our bracket thing so like you didn't even believe that i had a lot of one threes <laughs> and somehow the ones and threes are doing fine all right let's run through, let's 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 run through the bracket that we have currently uh, on Thursday, you will have Gonzaga versus Arkansas and Texas Tech versus Duke in the West region. That is the only chalk reach left. You have one, four, and three, two. Um, in the South region, also playing on Thursday, you have Arizona and Houston, which should be a pretty good game. Uh, and then the 11 seed Michigan in the Sweet 16 again. I think this is four out of the last five years. Um, oh, and also, there's your 11 seed that made it that far. And there's Iowa two State. Two of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's two of them. Uh, Michigan is playing Villanova. And then on Friday in the East region, you have North Carolina and UCLA, and then Purdue and everyone's new favorite team, St. Peter's. And then um, you also have Kansas and Providence, the 1 4, and Iowa State, uh, Miami, the 11 10 in the Midwest region. So, Ben, thoughts yeah. on the first two rounds? Thoughts going forward? What you got? I mean, it's been entertaining. Um, I've. I watched, so I was in Disney World this past weekend, so I watched, I watched some of it, um, but not every game. Um, but I've I've been thoroughly, you know, I've been enjoying it. Um, obviously, I'm dominating the bracket pick'em, so that's always fun. Um, well, good news for our listeners, Ben. Uh, I don't have a life or a wife, and I didn't go to Disney World this. <laughs> Well, can I can I be honest? Yeah, this is my this is my flu game right now. My right foot got destroyed by Disney World. <laughs> Why well, just walked, the right foot? I don't know. I haven't walked right in three days. So, in case anybody thinks I'm off this podcast, it's because my right foot should be amputated. I'm pretty sure. Besides going into the office on Thursday, I did not move from. A recliner slash couch slash chair for four days. Did you fall asleep in the recliner? I did not. Did not. Wow. I, I was cognizant enough to move over to the bed, and I did not wear jeans to do so. And before we get into your analysis so far, can we just go through me, you, and Dalton's final four? Can you pull that up? Uh, yes. Oh, I can tell you mine off the top of the head if you'd rather do that. But I don't even know my. I don't have Arizona, Texas Tech. You have Texas Tech in the Final Four? Don't get Texas Tech winning it. I think I have Arizona, Texas Tech in the uh, championship. I just was curious as to who or what I need to be rooting for. All right. This is what Dalton has. In the Final Four, he has Texas Tech and Kentucky, who's already out. So Ooh, he, can't, tough. he can't make up ground there. Then he has Houston and Kansas. Ooh. Houston could be huge. Houston could be huge, yes. Because I have uh, Villanova coming out of that half. 
Benjamin, your final four is Texas Tech as well. Baylor, who you've already lost. Arizona yeah, and Wisconsin, tough. who you've already lost. So, oh, how am I? That? Oh, I'm toast. Yeah, two of your four are done. You're, you're I think you're going to be out of it. I mean, my, I think my, pos, yeah, I'm out. I need Arizona Texas Tech final. That's what I need. The bad news for you and Dalton is that I have not lost the final four team. I could lose all of them this week, though. Uh, my final four, Ben, is Gonzaga, who I have winning the whole thing. Uh, Villanova, who I have coming in second. Uh, UCLA, who plays North Carolina, and um, Kansas. So. All right. Well, I think you've got this locked up, to be honest. No, I I do not. So let's let's not do any. I think I think Busby. You know, basically, Dalton, me. You know, thanks for coming out. Busby wins. Jinxing the hell out of all this. All right, let's <laughs> talk about the first two rounds, though. Can we make fun of John Calipari for a second? Yes. I that Thursday night that was so funny. That was I was I did watch the end of that game. I watched all the overtime. It was awesome. Now St. Peter's not only won that one, but they uh, they beat Murray State. Yeah. On Saturday, who I had a whopping six dollars on. That was annoying. Yeah, I mean, you should have known. He didn't take the Mississippi State job, so he's a never, loser. never bet against the Peacocks. Dude, their gym is insane. Did you see their campus? Yeah, it's just like half a street. Like it looks like a high school. Yeah. Doug, I want Doug to win it all. Honestly, isn't that his name? Yeah, Doug Ebert. Or yeah, Ebert. Ebert. Yeah, one of the two. Uh, and then the other big surprise was Miami beating Auburn. A lot of people had <laughs> Auburn in the Elite Eight, Final Four. <laughs> Bruce Pearl, man. When, are we, when can we talk about Bruce Pearl not being a very good coach? Is that allowed? Okay, okay. No. no. No, 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 no. When was when has Auburn been good ever? Except for when Charles Barkley was there. I mean, I'm not saying Duke can't recruit his I mean, they've been a lot better. I, I'm not ready to say he's not good. John Calipari – not great. John Calipari's won one national championship. One. That's crazy. That is a crazy stat. Yeah. Who was he should have won team? it with. It was Anthony. That was the Anthony Davis team. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was up by eight or something like that with two minutes left in the uh, Memphis Kansas game. Derrick yeah, Rose, Mario Chalmers, Chris Douglas Roberts, and all them. Yep, Mario Chalmers later became a Grizzlies legend. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he – that's just cra- – with the amount of talent he's had the past, what, 15 years. I mean, that one team was 38-0, right? With, yeah. With uh, Carl Anthony Towns and Devin Walker and Cousins. Willie Cauley-Stein. Well, was it DeMarcus? No, DeMarcus was, Cousins and John Wall were on a different team. I think they got beat yeah. in the Elite Eight. That was whatever team beat Mississippi State in the, in the SC Championship, right? Yes, in overtime. DeMarcus Cousins had that put back uh, at the buzzer. 10? I don't know. We won it in 09. We beat Tennessee in 09. I think it was 10. So the timeline would be thereabout. I was in Orlando whenever it happened. I think it was 2010. Or what year of high school were you? That's what I, I think it was my sophomore year of high school. Yeah. I was there playing. I was there for baseball. Yeah. That, that checks out. It was either 2010 or 2011. Right. But I think it was 2010 because 2011 would have been my – no, yeah, senior year high school. So, predictions moving forward, I think Purdue's in a great spot. They're in a bracket with a 15 seed, a four seed, and an eight seed. Uh, but Purdue kind of has a history of Purduing at some point, so we'll see how that goes. Same I do theory. have UCLA. I do have UCLA coming out of that region. So, uh, I hope Purdue loses in the Elite Eight. Sorry, I think Purdue's members. one of those teams that, like, you know, they do these stats where, like, no team that's outside of the whatever has ever made the Final Four. Yeah. I think Purdue and Iowa were the two teams I saw in that. So, I think you're good. Purdue's got some talent, though, man. They got Jaden Ivey, who's going to go top three in the draft. You're not Zick. listening to the statistics. These are – this is money ball stuff. This is like the – top 20-something adjusted defensive rankings and whatever offensive. Like, the two teams were Iowa and Purdue. They're not making it. Well, Iowa's already out, so you're right. I know. 
That's what I'm saying. That's what I saw in the in the research. Uh, Gonzaga is still the odds-on favorite to win it, and I think they have the hardest region left to go. Like they still have Arkansas, and then the winner of Texas Tech and, and Duke. By the way, one of the two things we need to we need to happen: we need Arkansas out of here, and we need Duke out of here, because it's going to be hilarious when Coach K loses. And Arkansas fans are low-key just terrible. They're the worst in every sport. I don't get it. Let me let me let me list off here. By the way, I have this in my head because uh, I am. I'm going to be the first to coin the uh, Eric Musselman fraud uh, category here. I'm going to be the 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 uh, driving. Yeah, I'm going to be the guy that starts the whole thing. All right. So let me just list this off. Eric Musselman in his two years at Arkansas, the Elite Eight and the Sweet 16, he beat a 14 seed, a 15 seed, and a 6 seed. So congrats. He beat Texas Tech as a 6 seed. And then this year he's beaten – uh, 13 seed Vermont and 12 seeded New Mexico State. So he has five wins in the tournament in the last two years, four of which are against double digit seeds. So Eric Musselman, fraud. I'm just going to call that now. I'm also thoroughly intrigued by the four teams left in the South region. Arizona has its hands full of Houston. Uh, I don't know what it is about Houston in the tournament, but Kelvin Sampson is a heck of a coach and always seems to go far. Uh, they had one quad one win, I believe, coming into this week, and it was Memphis in the ACC – or not ACC, AAC title game. Uh, and then they just destroyed two teams, who was it? Um, uh, UAB and Illinois in the two games. Uh, and then Michigan is hot. Beat Tennessee, everyone said was undersheeted. Granted, we kind of called that one, so kudos to us. Yeah, uh, you're, they uh, you're a beast with the Rick Barnes's uh, <laughs> garbage take. Uh, and then uh, they play Villanova this week, who I have as my national runner-up, so I'm very nervous about that one. Jawan Howard. By the way, uh, this will be the last thing we talk about. The turnaround, the 180 on Jawan Howard from the media is nauseating. Oh, because he hugged a kid? He hugged Kennedy Chandler, and everyone was like, you better pass this video around as much as you pass the other one around. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry that a coach striking another human being is big news. Uh, yeah. I, I should be aware that happens all the time. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I think he's. I think they're toast this week. or They play tomorrow or Friday? They play tomorrow. God, tomorrow's got some good games, man. I'm in all all of the games tomorrow. Like I said, Gonzaga, Arkansas, Texas Tech, Duke, Arizona, Houston, and Michigan, Villanova. I yeah, am those, pumped for. Yeah, those are all great games. So, yeah, I mean March Madness like no other. Here we go. We'll see who comes out on top. Like I said, congrats on the Brack on the tourney um, challenge win. And um, you're you're such a jerk. You know that. Uh, I just I think you're just really good at this, and I. Uh, proud of you. All right, let's talk some coaching hirings and get up out of here, huh? How's that sound? Sounds good to me. Uh, the biggest news to come out this weekend, obviously outside of Matt Ryan to the Colts, was Chris Jans to Mississippi State, New Mexico State head coach, making the leap to Starkville, God's country, best basketball team in the land. Feels like 98. Feels like 96. Ooh, oh, okay. That's yeah, not good. Was, yeah, that was a slip <laughs> Jans the man. Jans the man. I'm yeah, actually I'm really pumped. excited. Yeah. I am too, which is just bad for us, man. We we do this too much, but I think he's I think he's awesome, and we'll see. Uh, you talked about it earlier. Matt McMahon from uh, Murray State went to LSU. He got like seven years, uh, and basically was guaranteed. Hey, whatever comes down from the NCAA, we're not going to hold it against you. So I see why he took that job. Uh, Todd Golden went to Florida. I thought that was super interesting. We talked about Mike White going to Georgia last week. Um, mm -hmm. Todd Golden had, what, like three or four years total of head coaching experience and then got a yeah. job at Florida. Like, that's impressive. Um, everyone says he's super – Yeah, everyone says he's super analytical. I don't – I admittedly didn't watch much San Francisco basketball this year, so can't really speak to that. But um, all the talking heads say – 
he is a bright mind. It's just interesting that he got as big a job as he got. So, I mean, the the whispers out there are that Scott Strickland's the worst AD in college <laughs> sports. So, I mean, that's just things I'm hearing. People do be saying that. <laughs> Dennis Gates, I believe he was the head coach at Cleveland State, took the Missouri job. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, don't – could not care less. Big gassy fart. I mean, it's almost it's almost as exciting as their head coach hire, Elijah Drinkwitz. Jed, that guy is just so nerdy. He's the worst. <laughs> Even whenever he does something that I enjoy, I'm like, I, I just can't enjoy it because it's him. Yeah, he's – yeah. Uh, Lamont Paris went to South Carolina. Lamont Paris who? was the head coach at Chattanooga who won the oh. uh, something league this year. <laughs> Where? UT Chattanooga. There we go. It's the um, – oh, what's that conference? It's going to bother me. It's not the OBC. Is it the Horizon League? Probably not, right? It may be, it may be the Horizon. You want to look it up? Yeah, I'll look it up while you continue. <laughs> Sean Miller, the old Arizona coach, he has resurfaced at Xavier. Random. I kind of dig it though. I like when Xavier is good at basketball. They're one of those weird schools that whenever you hear, it, you're like, "Oh yeah, basketball school." Like Butler, and it's SoCon. SoCon. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Wichita State. That kind of stuff. Uh, and then the last one that happened, Kevin Willard, went from Seton Hall to Maryland, and it's pretty widely believed, although nothing can obviously be made official yet, that. Shaheen Holloway, the current St. Peter's coach, is going to take the um, Seton Hall job whenever he eventually loses, which should be Friday. When he wins the ship. <laughs> um, he did play there back in the – la the last time Seton Hall won a tournament game, I believe he was their point guard. That was like the early 2000s. Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. I believe that's right. I believe so, you. And, and we are the leading college basketball podcast, so <laughs> – yeah, I mean you're. I mean you win the most competitive stop. tournament stop. competition ever, stop. and so I believe anything you say. Stop. Congrats to me and Dalton and everybody else for coming out. All right, we're gonna cut it off there. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, no list this week. We'll be back next week with uh, some some fun chicanery. Is that a word that I use that word correctly? Uh, I, I don't even know if that's a word, but <laughs> I love the delivery. So, I mean. All right, everyone, we're going to get up out of here. I was going to say debauchery, but I've said it 17 times this podcast. So I, wasn't I was going to say shenanigans, and I just kind of switched mid-fly. What did you even say? Chicanery? Chicanery. <laughs> yeah. Tweet us. Is that actually a word? Well, the DMs are open. By the way. Ty Stewart is the biggest fraud in Wordle history. Just fraud. a quick shout out. Absolute phony. If you get it on the second or third try every day, you're a fraud. Fraud. And worse than him, Andrew Brown. <laughs> At least Andrew admitted it. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right, guys. With that being said, we're done. We're out of here. Yeah. See you later.